Coming up on today's Coverdale's Corner, expertise and cries of bias. Let me take a moment and talk to you about the best way to put together your podcast. If you're interested in joining Coverdale's Corner online, you can do so by utilizing Anchor. It's free with creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or computer. And they're outstanding in their distribution. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many more just by utilizing Anchor as your home base. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today is Wednesday, December 9th, 2020, and this is Coverdale's Corner. Coronavirus vaccine news continues to be mostly good with the United Kingdom starting giving doses yesterday. Canada approved the Pfizer vaccine for emergency use already today. And the United States is to follow as soon as tomorrow. While a couple of incidences of anaphylactic reaction occurred with nurses in the UK, the fact that the overwhelming majority of doses given yesterday caused little to no problem is a good start to what should help reset our society, even if it means that it may be late spring before it could be said that the U.S. is at a point where we have herd immunity. As this goes on, however... I continue to be utterly disappointed and saddened by the ongoing rage against public servants who work in our health departments or boards trying to manage things the best they can right now. Last night in Boise, just as an example, protesters gathered outside one health board member's house to protest while she was at a meeting of that board. She left to go home. Eventually, police were forced to shut down the whole meeting because of the protests going outside that building. This is madness. I realize there is no way to fully eliminate politics out of such public service boards or posts. But the fact that we as a society have lost the ability to put our politics aside is both anger and sadness inducing for me. That we can't agree on listening to those who have studied virus spread for years and have expertise in that specific area of science and health leaves me shaking my head and wondering where we went wrong. Some of my online friends have joked that we are in the age of the know-nothings again, and I really can't argue with that. We're constantly chipping away at the respect and faith in our public service because, for reasons I don't understand, a group of people have it in their mind that they know better, constantly, even if they've never even looked at a virus under a microscope. Being who I am, I question where this confidence comes from. I don't profess to be an expert in much. I keep track of a lot of things, but I'm learning something new each day, even in areas where I had my educational focus. I question if we had the same attitude when Dr. Jonas Salk and others were attempting to find a vaccine for polio, if he would have been listened to or if he would have been run down in certain segments of the media and in... Well, phone calls, I guess, given that social media didn't exist. That's how insipid this is. Instead of having the humility to understand that there are people who will always know some areas better than they will, we have an entire swath of our population that believes those working on such things are complicit in a scheme to overtake the world or whatnot. Instead of recognizing their own blind spots, they think they know better on every subject, especially when it comes to how to live in America 
and the rights granted by the Constitution. This is how we've wound up with the ongoing attempt to throw out legal votes in some harebrained scheme to install Donald Trump as president for a second term. If you're blind to what the actual details are in place because you're putting your faith in things that skirt around the edges of those details, you're easily fooled. Someone, somewhere, listening to this right now is screaming bias at me right now. I I fully expect it. When people go through the details and outline where skirting around the edges misses things that are important to the story, we still can't agree because people believe the details are biased or the researcher is biased or the person sharing it on social media is biased, no matter how straight down the middle they play it. Monica and I have talked for 25 years about how reporting news has always been the hardest part of my jobs. Simply put, I care about those cries of bias and have sweated over ways to present information without it. It's gotten tougher with each passing year, to the point that, in 2020, someone with political and financial power leaned on my employer, complaining about my coverage of coronavirus and the measures being taken to try and keep it from spreading locally. There's a viewpoint now that reporting on facts, as scientists or lawyers or other experts know them and present them, is in fact expressing bias instead of giving respect to what experts in their fields say. Elitism is argued. What about this angle is cried. Even when that angle has been proven to be false with more context or details, Those working in public health aren't trying to hammer stuff down our throats. It's not a case of elitism when they try and teach the rest of us what they're learning about this virus or others. They're upholding one of the greatest ideals of this country. The service of others for the betterment of all. It's also a key aspect of religion, too. But just as we continue to see people assailed for performing those duties, we see that aspect of religion assailed as a negative nowadays by others in our country, and we see it ignored more and more by those who call themselves religious. We have to find ways to overcome this, and I don't know where to start, but it's exactly a weakness that can be exploited in ways that will tear this country apart. Unfortunately, a number of those who undertake this exercise in undermining faith in our fellow man want exactly that outcome. I look forward to our chat again tomorrow.